0: boom good evening and welcome to episode 55 yeah that's right 55 of pillar talk i'm here with the man of the fucking hour quentin the hero henry man bare knuckle boxing fighter what's up brother
1: oh man you know another day another day it's actually one of my rest days i got a little massage today so just Ooh. getting to hang out a little bit you know taking the day off
0: Oh, man, you're, so you're a bare-knuckle boxer, man, and uh, you're going to be on pay-per-view on February 5th, Super Bowl weekend, brother, in Tampa and everything? Right. Hell, yeah, yeah. fighting cool. Chris Lieben, bro. Uh,
1: yeah, the crippler. Man. That's a, that's you know, a fucking uh, fight. Right, yeah. You know, that dude's, he's a legend in his own making. You know, he's always been, uh, you know, he's the guy that goes out there and goes to war, and I get to go to war with him, so, you know, it's a big deal.
0: So uh, could you explain to the viewers, uh, what's the difference between bare knuckle boxing and like MMA and all the other combat sports?
1: Uh, Bare knuckle boxing is just straight dick beaters. So it's just throwing fists. You know, we don't wrap our hands. We go like, you get two inches below the knuckle and then they wrap below that. So you get to wrap the wrist up with a little bit of tape and then that's it. So, uh, you know, but it's, it's straight boxing rules for the most part. Now we do get to operate in the clinch you know like in the oh. boxing world you don't get to grab behind the head and, and tie clinch you know and throw okay. punches, and but in bare knuckle boxing that's legal um outside of that i mean it's not much different we go to uh, two five minute rounds if it's a draw then it goes to a six you know sudden death but uh you know that's, that's where we're at you know the sport's kind of uh taken off it just just got sanctioned really a couple years ago And now it's, it's taken over the whole, whole country.
0: Dude, I've been seeing a lot of shit about it. Uh, a lot of badass fighters on there, man. And the fights are, I think are funner to watch. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. For sure. There's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different reasons for that. You know, um, one of, you know, it's, it's a little more risque, you know, it's like, even when you're watching it, you feel like what's going on is illegal. You know, you're like, man, we should be watching this just because it's kind of got that taboo of being, yep. you know, bare knuckle boxing for so long, and then you know, once it kind of starts getting into it, and you know, everybody's okay, and you realize that the guys in there are just no different than any other prize fighter, you know, and uh, at the end of it, then everybody starts getting into it, man, and uh, you know, it's easy, to, it's easier to relate to than. Um, than uh, boxing or MMA for the, the, I guess, the average fan, because you don't have to be a black belt in jiu-jitsu to understand what's going on. Everybody knows how to fist fight, where everybody's been in a fist fight. Right. You know? And the way that the rule set is, you know, they basically let you fight. You know, there's a two-minute, you know, two-minute rounds, and you get to tie up and clinch, you know, how many street fights or, you know, fist fights do you see? They end up in the insides, like, you know, tying up a collar, trying to throw up a yep. fist. Yeah, you know, so I think I think there's a there's a real primal thing to it that people relate to.
0: I mean, yeah, you guys go out there and you just throw fucking bangers, dude, the whole time. A lot of dude, your jab is fucking nasty. <laughs> so you fucking put motherfuckers' jabs, they are like, holy shit, bro.
1: Yeah, we uh yeah, I mean that and that's the thing. That's one of the the way that they've set up the business model for for uh fighters and the bare knuckle is uh, you know, we don't have to we don't have to win to keep getting paid right we just have to fight well you know and and really fighting hard is easy it's easy just to go out there and fight what's hard is winning you know and making sure you win right and uh you know not not saying like you go out there and you don't care about winning but you know like in mma or professional boxing if you go out there and you lose at the wrong time or the wrong person your career is over yeah you lose Uh, what twice
0: you don't get a fucking contract no more they Buster your contract yeah,
1: basically you know and like they won't even look at you unless you're on like a four or five fight win streak yep you're not so, even you, know, yep. you fight you might be on and it happened to me a couple times in mma you know like i would have four or five in a row and oh, okay uh legacy i got to fight for legacy or then i won one with them and then uh and then i won my law lo- i lost my next one and then it was like boop gone you oh know? yeah and then i gotta start all the way back over and then they're not even gonna look at you again you know until until you're on like a three or four fight win streak which I make mean, could take you a year as a pro if you're lucky right you get four fights in a year you know so uh but in bare knuckle it's not like that you know it's uh there's there's a couple guys on the you know on our our roster who have losing records, but are still main car fighters. Um, you know, like Tom show for example, you know, that dude's got a losing record, but every fight he's been in has been like fight of the night. Oh yeah. You know, if it's a banger, to, it's a banger. to be the guy that lost, yeah. you know, and in this company, they appreciate that. So as a fighter, it's, uh, it's easier to go out there and, and there's less pressure, you know, because I can't, like I said, I can't guarantee you that I'm going to win, but I can guarantee you that I'm going to fight my ass off.
0: Hell yeah! And that's so, all
1: you got to do to get paid.
0: So that's why you went to bare knuckle because it's it's different with the MMA. MMA's so fucking picky.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's super political, um, you know, and it, it's a it's a cutthroat world in MMA, you know, and a lot of the promoters get catch a lot of flack, but at the same time they're all fighting each other, and uh, their world they're living in is cutthroat. So in order to cut expenses or do whatever, you know, they're just trying to get by and not lose money you know, so it's just the environment that's been brought about in MMA is, uh, has just been tainted to me. It's not pure anymore. You know, you see a lot of there's there's the pressure and the way that it's set up. There's too many guys fighting not to lose instead of fighting to win. And I don't like watching people fight to not to lose. That sucks. It's boring. And, uh, you know, I don't like fighting people who just want to not lose you know that's their only thing they don't want to beat me they just want to not lose to me if you know i don't know if that makes any sense but um you know you go out there with a guy who just wants to wrestle for 30 rounds and i mean if somebody just wants to hold on to your waist and they're decent at it then it's pretty hard to look good or have a good fight right you know even if you do win and do something it's like damn that sucked it wasn't even fun you know but uh but you got there in a bare knuckle boxing match bro it ain't it's just you know the old watusi and rasmattaz, and you know we're going to town, and that's all. <laughs> that's all you got to know, and that's all you got to understand. And it ain't hard to judge it. You know who won? you know yeah. At the end of the round, you're like, hey, that dude got his ass whooped. That dude got so, fucking. So, got that round. There's oh, you none know, of this needing to understand judo or five different martial arts to know what's going on every second of a round.
0: So you. Know? you- so, so you just go in the gym and punch shit. You just work on fucking moving around the movements and shit. It's all boxing. Yeah. Is is that yeah, basically I mean, what, what you're doing? Is you're boxing?
2: Same, uh, no, what he does is he goes and, he goes and he you know he puts a quarter in that machine and he just punches that bag as hard as he can and see see he tries to beat his record yeah. every time. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's all it all is. Right. I'm at four thousand, dude. What's up?
1: <laughs> what? No, we uh, you know, the training camp is a lot like a regular boxing training camp. The only uh, you know the biggest difference i guess between bare knuckle and and i guess regular boxing is you have to be a lot more accurate you know and you have to be uh you know conscious of how you're taking care of your hands and and how your hands are going to hold up um you know because you see a lot of guys coming from professional boxing who are very very good boxers you know like polly i don't know how to say his name you know paul costa no uh, no 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 the jersey uh, shore guy polly, my, like, oh Matthew Polly. Whatever, yeah yeah, yeah, the little Italian guy that, that slapped Artem Lobov. or, yep, yep. or No, he booted him with the mic.
2: <laughs> I know who exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know how yeah. to say his last name,
1: though. Yeah, but for example, you know, that guy, um, <clears throat> that guy's a great boxer, but he came over here, and I think he broke his hand in, like, the second round. So, oh, you no know, you have, to, uh, you have to have a particular style to make sure that, that you're throwing hard shots, but you're not throwing them in the danger zones. You know, especially, you know, like, with a guy like Chris Levin. You don't just hit him and knock him out, you know, and you don't hit him on top of the head and knock him out. And the chances are you hit him hard enough in the top of the head, your hand's probably going to break. Oh, you know, so, so, um, so that's a huge influence as to what you're going to do and, and and how you're going to attack and what you're doing in your fight.
0: That's weird because I never heard of it. Like, I never thought that the UFC, they would worry about their hands.
1: Well, that's why they were. the wrapped, And they wrapped the wrapped, shit out of yeah. it, yeah.
0: That's crazy. I and didn't see, think that's about, another
1: thing too. You know, people don't understand. You know, so like I've competed in every every combat sport except for like Muay Thai fights in Thailand. You know, but I've done kickboxing and boxing, um, MMA. I was in MMA forever, and uh people don't realize that. And, and this is one of the things when I, when somebody first told me like, Hey, let's, you know, if you want to do bare knuckle boxing, I'm like, man, you can't hit somebody as hard with your bare knuckle as you can with a wrap, oh, yeah. you know, because, and I know that because I always trained my entire career. I've never worn hand wraps, uh, you know, like I'll put gloves on, but I don't wrap my hands when I do it. And I've always told myself that I'm making my hands tougher. I'm working on my hands and um, you know my hands and my forearms because there's a lot of you know you use those wraps over and over again that's like a crutch. Yeah. And uh but man you get your hands wrapped and you put an MMA glove on it I can punch through a block wall and my hand will be fine. You know and imagine if if that's your hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's but without um... with <laughs> without a wrapped hand and a glove on I'm not punching through no block wall. It's not it's not possible. You can't do it your hand will break. You know so once you wrap the hand and you have the gauze on it and it's stretched over with the glove, you know, the glove isn't to protect your head. The glove and the wrap is to protect your hands so that fighters don't break their hands. And, uh, you know, basically you turn your hand into, into a mace and, um, and th- that's why it's, it's not as dangerous to be in bare knuckles. You're going to get more cuts because there's smaller surface area, you know, like yep. those knuckles when you get yep. the knuckles on the bone because right, that's, Right. That's going to give you more cuts. But as far as like uh, damage, that's going to go like shockwave into the brain. There's going to be a whole lot less of it, you know, because there's so much more joints and manipulation in there that kind of absorbs the shock yeah. when you hit. So, you know, the the superficial damage is worse and it probably hurts a little worse as far as stinging, you know, but uh, but as far as, you know walking in left circles the rest of my life when i'm you know turn 64 or something (laughs) right you know i can at least still play with my kids i'm already married it don't matter how much uglier i get right uh (laughs) do do they
0: stop the fights for bad blood just like in in any other fight because it
1: depends um on the fight because it depends on the location of the cut Um, if the cut i think is like up torn if it's tearing into the lip or something like that because that's something that that like requires some crazy amount of surgeries to fix or something um if it's a cut that is uh if it's causing blood or problems with the vision you know um, but as long as it's not messing with any of that they pretty much just let it go <laughs> you know um there's been some some pretty epic fights in the past, you know, where you know, Arm Lobov and Jason Knight, the first yep. fight they had is, you know, everybody's probably seen that picture, yep. uh, you know, of them after the fight and all the stitches and stuff. Joe Elmore. Um, I feel like that fight's Show, one of those you know,
2: fights that brought tons of people in. That's the fight that got oh, me yeah. like, oh, okay, this shit's real. This is, this right. is awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the it closest is. to it
0: street is. fighting you can get. Like. Like right for for real street fight it's sanctioned street fighting that's what it is
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah it's, i mean you can't bite and you know or you know elbow anybody or no. so you know there's rules and uh and that that's that's one of the things that i feel like um me as a as a fighter that's what i kind of show is that you don't there, there's always been this stereotype that you gotta have a mental disorder to be a, a fighter and uh you know, I'm not saying I don't have a mental disorder, but that's not necessarily true, you know, because you know, it's just like, you know, I played football my whole life. I played all kinds of other sports, basketball, baseball, and uh, I'm a competitor and I'm going to find a way to keep competing. And, you know, all I'm doing is going out there and I'm, I'm testing myself against another man the same way somebody does in a wrestling match or a professional boxing match, um, you know, and there's just been so much of this, um, this fake build up with people just fake hating each other you know yeah. like 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 we work together me and chris even like that's my employee you know what i mean like if somebody new got hired at your work you gonna be like hey fuck that guy yeah you know, like right you know or something like that like, fuck you your
2: wife doing, and you know? your religion motherfucker yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: you know like it's not like that you know we're professional guys and and, uh, you know, and, and if you're not one of those people who's disciplined and able to do that, you don't make it to this level, you know? So there are those guys out there that have that character and all. And, and uh, but I think, I, I don't like that at all. And that's, uh, you know, people are like, well, what do you want to do? Who do you want to fight? And I'm like, I want to fight those guys. I want to fight those guys who are full of shit and, uh, and are really trying to ruin what I like. You know, I, lo- I love the sport. I love, and I love how pure it is. And I don't like the people who are ruining that for me, you know, like keep that Conor McGregor shit, like over in MMA, yeah.
3: you know,
1: we're about real man stuff over here. And then, you know, vertical boxing is how men fight, you know, from the dawn of time, it was like, okay, you got a problem. Like throw up your dick beaters, let's dance, yep. you know, and that's, that's how we fight, you know, roosters spur each other, grown ass men throw fisty cups. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, so and and that's that's where we relate to it, and and it it stays that way, and it needs to stay pure, and that's why everybody likes it. But you know, a grown man can go have a, a formal, even if you had a formal disagreement, can go have a formal disagreement and have a fist fight over, it, and it's settled. And yep. that's the way things are supposed well, to be. Story story yeah, so, goes,
2: my my grandpa owned owned a company with his brother, and when they had real disagreements, they'd go out back, and whoever won the fight got to make the the choice. You know
1: right <laughs> yeah, where y'all, where are y'all from where are they from
2: um michigan
1: oh, okay but like they must have been like rural michigan yeah right? yeah out in the out uh, in the country yeah. out in the yeah. country yeah. yeah that's how i grew up too you know what i mean um that's that's how Look, you just this dude stuff. screams you america every fourth fight. of
0: july <laughs> i got i got with us kicked got out of a... a
1: fist fight with i've been friends with afterwards
0: yeah oh yeah Which dude that's goes. That's what I get. The, the, I feel like when the girls have fights, they get so cynical that they can't like each other again. I, I get yeah, my ass beat. Yeah. I'm like,
1: dude, thanks,
0: bro, cool. You know, girls
1: are a different breed. you can't, you can't even get into the the psyche of a girl fighter. They're they're mean. They're oh so my mean. gosh, they are. I, I was actually
2: just saying that uh, watching the UFC pay per view last. I was like, these the girls they come in and they're mean. The dudes that they're they're joking around some of them but the the girls come in there's there's nothing like watching a girl fight no
0: emotion no nothing they're
2: they're actually yeah they're actually trying to pure hate all they have
1: is hate for each other (laughs) yeah and uh but it's hey it's the same if you go like if you're at a jiu-jitsu tournament if you go watch the girls jiu-jitsu that's the most intense matches of the whole day even the white belts like they are going at it so you know like Helen Peralta was like I she scared me in the back my very first fight I was like like you know I was kind of feeling myself and she was kind of doing her her zone thing and like in the corner and I was like you know I was kind of vibing off of her a little bit and I'm like you ready you feel it she said boy i was born ready <laughs> I said oh shit all right okay you're fucking me you no dude don't hit I'm me like she's about she'll punch me in the face yeah. I'm like you know but hey but hey, then she went out there and she got wild and uh, and she beat, got that belt, you know? So, but yeah, man, always tune into the girl fights. I mean, that's like people are kind of knocking the, the page and the um, heart, page and Britain heart fight. But I'm telling you, those girls are going to go out there and scrap hard.
2: 100%. And Paige is known for being tough. You know, if, for people that don't know what's going on, Paige has gotten her ass whooped a few times and still right. kept going.
1: Yeah, I think she kind of thrives in spite of that. You know, people yep. want to knock her off as being as just the pretty girl and this and that, and that kind of motivates her to prove them otherwise. You right. Know? So, I mean, I don't. I forgot who she was fighting, but there's that picture that's up where she's got that gnarly, like, ah, uh, and her face is all covered in blood. Like, hey, that's a tough bitch. That's one of my <laughs> favorite I mean? favorite like, pictures of her. All the yeah. pictures
2: she has online, that's one of my favorites. Like top top yeah, three. Well,
1: I mean, that's right there. Just proves that. That she's tough, you know, because that's that's a big deal. Because to take something like that and just keep fighting, you know that that's where I guess you you become legitimate, you know. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh well, hell, she can take some damage and keep coming, you know. So really, I think this is a good sport for her, you know, as long as uh, you know. I like Britain too, so don't get me wrong. I know she's. Uh, I watched uh, her and Beck Rawlings fight. That was one of my first female bare knuckle fights. Uh, I saw that live in Biloxi, man, and. And those—that's one of the best, one of the best bare knuckle fights I've ever seen. Um, and uh, so, you know, that—that's that's, that's going to be a really good fight. You know, I'm excited about that one too. How
0: how long has bare knuckle boxing went out? The the championship,
1: the... the league. Yeah, the league. I'm not I'm not sure exactly when they start. I know that we had uh, my teammate Brandon fought for him back in I think 2017 in Biloxi. Okay. so and then, and i think that might have been their first year so about four
0: years like five years four years
1: something like that and then yeah. you got to subtract one because you know we lost pretty much a whole year because of the rona yeah of rona, yeah and Yeah, I, but
0: dude we got the we got the rona and you fucking shaped up dude you came out like a fucking bat out of hell dude you looked yeah, all you know, chilled see, up
1: it gave me a chance to uh well i mean it forced me into into training it was all i had to do you know um I was able to get back to my prime, you know, where I used to be when I was, when I was, uh, you know, I was, I was probably in the best shape of my life, uh, when I was 23 or 24. And, um, it was, uh, multiple reasons, you know, I'd just gotten older, you know, at the time I've been training good. Um, I'd went through a divorce, so I was definitely having to train more. I have more time to do that. You know, I had more extra motivation like that and got, And it just pushed me to get, to get in shape, you know, um, and then, you know, we had the Corona going on and then, uh, you know, I've got other businesses and stuff that I run and all those kind of pretty much just came to the halt. My gyms shut down, um, you know, so, and all I had left to do was work out, you know, like I had a gym, I couldn't make any money with it, but I could, I could train, you know, um, I could train myself. So and that's what i did you know i got to work um i do work at the house with my wife and kids and do all that and then i go to the gym Um, i get up early and go to the gym i might go to the gym twice that day um you know but i i I was so busy before the corona i couldn't keep up with anything at all and then i instantly went from so busy to just having more time on my hands and i knew what to do with and um yeah i it was depressing at first with all that going on, but, you know, you either got to you gotta make the best of, of your situation. Look you at know?
0: you now. You're on pay-per-view, bro.
1: Right. You know, and I always told myself if I ever went to jail, then I would come out just so fucking jacked. That's <laughs> all I would do the whole time is work out. You know, and that's basically what what the pen. I mean, not basically because jails obviously way worse. I got right. to spend with my family or whatever. But <laughs> but you know, y'all understand everybody went through it. You know, but you felt like you were on isolation, like you were in jail. It's like all right. And I just I just put all that frustration and all that all that into into training. You know, so if uh, if everything else was going to go down, the only thing I could control was that. Then I was going to make sure that that went well. Yeah, and
2: and the difference between that that year of your fighting is like the way your body looks is completely different you don't even look like the same dude especially you know you got your beard now too so you don't even look like in the same like the same dude in that that fight
1: yeah uh i was a firefighter for nine years and i left in january of last year so yeah i left about a year ago so um you know as a firefighter you gotta shave every day keep your hair cut Um, you know, there's that, um, the, the first BKFC fight I had was, uh, I was coming off about like an eight or nine month layoff. I, I had retired from fighting, um, from MMA, I wasn't fighting anymore. I had retired. All I was doing was, uh, I was coaching and training, you know, my students, but I really wasn't doing any type of training for myself. Um, and I was probably, you know, and that was the first time I'd ever done that since I was 16. So um you know i was was probably in the worst shape i had ever been in in my whole life (laughs) and uh and then david Feldman and them called me up and were like hey man you want to fight in three weeks and i'm like yep (laughs) and uh and that's what i did and i showed up and i fought but you know i was uh i was just in, in really really bad shape when i took that fight you know like i said if you go back and you look at some of my fights like when i was 23 24 25 uh you know at the bigger weight classes that when i fought at 205 or whatever you know i i feel like looking at those pictures i look better back then than i do now but you know i guess that's debatable but uh but yeah so you know i was able to kind of to focus again and 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 regain that and and get back to it
2: well you you know why i think you look better now because everything looks better on pay-per-view baby
1: right (laughs) (laughs) and and the mullet bro yeah Uh Yeah. That's oh, yeah probably the you know that's
0: the the cherry on top <laughs> the nice you you get that bit sweat before you walk out Ooh, <laughs> you know when the curls start doing that little
1: little yeah yeah you don't even know you got, don't you're even gonna know. you're gonna permit too. i ain't got no perm yeah i was that's gonna
0: American. say American. <laughs> that's a, that's all america right there baby Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude that's 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 crazy this is your first pay-per-view you're uh uh gonna be on
1: Uh, yeah, I guess it is. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first, the first fight was free on YouTube. Um, that was the first free fight they did, uh, which was pretty cool, you know, because, uh, you know, I was my first fight, so I wasn't going to get paid or get either way, you know? So, but like 1.1 million people had like tuned in to watch it because it was free. So that was, that was huge. Mm Um, you know, and then, uh, Yeah. My last fight was on the BKFC app. So, you know, but yeah, this will be the first, you know, big pay-per-view that they're doing through the fight TV and all that. Um, you know, if you download, uh, my promo code, I've got it on my Instagram, you can, uh, I think, and you register through the BKFC app, it's included in your subscription. Oh yeah, bro. It was going to be like $40 through the fight TV app. But if you go ahead and register with BKFC TV through my link, Hero Henry, you'll find yeah. it. I'll post it somewhere. At Hero uh, Henry on you know, Instagram. It's actually included with the BKFC. Yeah, at Hero Henry's my Instagram. I get it in my bio. Oh hell yeah, bro! Hell yeah, dude! I want to watch. it yeah, so it'll be my first pay per view. So. Yeah, dude. And, cool.
0: and and what's cool is you're fucking at Super Bowl weekend, dude. The first time, yeah, the right. first time a home team plays the Super Bowl, dude. And
1: Andy has it. has a my buddy that goes with me to all my fights, he's like he's got he's so gay for tom brady <laughs> like hardcore that's josh bro yeah, that's tom Brady. Me. yep he said he, he, he said wherever tom, tom brady goes brady. And, uh, i'm a fan of that
0: team <laughs>
1: yeah but like when when the they came out they were gonna have a super bowl card you know i was like oh man that would be you know that's cool they're gonna have a fight the same weekend as the super bowl like that'd be cool you know if you if you fought on the card the super Bowls in the same town like you know and then my buddy was like yeah yeah he's like it's in Tampa too he's like that would be awesome if Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl and this was before the playoffs or anything started I'm like yeah right yeah, you know yeah. that ain't going to happen I was like but that will be cool you know we'll watch we'll we'll do like a Super Bowl party weekend we'll watch the fights and so and then it went from that to them calling me and they were like hey you're fighting on Super Bowl weekend I'm like man come on really and then uh so I I did that and then now Tom Brady is playing there. It's yeah. like I don't know, man. It was like we he saw it in the future or something. But um,
2: we call that kind of the creepy. synchronicity
1: wave. Yeah. I know that's what I told him. Like, dude, we should have put down a hundred dollars that day that Tom Brady was going to win the Super Bowl, and yeah. and it would have been a huge because at that time they were like losing. They weren't doing very yeah. well. They had lost to the Saints like twice. They got twice, fucked but, up by the Saints
0: and then beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, whooped man, them, man. man. Oh man.
1: Hey, man, they didn't show up. Yep. What happens when you don't show up? It's the playoffs. You know, dude, it's, one chance.
0: it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. That dude's like the most person that's been in the playoffs. He played so many right. fucking
2: playoff yeah. games, dude. He doesn't even Gene know two how two to
1: not make supposed it. supposed to be that guy, too. You know, I don't know what happened, man. Uh, I know what did happen is Devin White, that uh, LSU alumni guy. He grew up in Shreveport like an hour from here. That dude killed the Saints. If he, he wouldn't have been not. playing... They wouldn't have won the game. Oh hell no. Like yep. dude, he got like two interceptions, yep. a fumble, a couple of sacks, like and then he he killed he was killing him in the Green Bay game too, man. That guy's yep. that guy's ridiculous. Dude that, that I'm telling you, they they it's a different breed down here in the boot, man. When they come out, they're just monsters. Some of us just monsters.
0: Yeah. The fucking <laughs> out in the fucking how hype were you when uh fucking what's his name? Uh L S U quarterback. Fourier. Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Uh, how how uh, hype are you when uh, they they were winning last year? Oh, uh, no, year.
1: you're talking about Joe Burrow. Trevor yeah, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Yeah, well, who oh, yeah. I say Trevor Lawrence Joe. is Clemson. Trevor
0: Lawrence is Clemson, Trevor yeah. Lawrence fuck
1: is Clemson. Yeah, he's the one that got ball dragged in the SEC. <laughs> I mean, in the oh, he Champions. got balled, yeah. <laughs> yeah, by Big Dick Joe. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> what yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. It was nice. Yeah, dude. we were super hype about that. You know, we, uh, yeah, we took that dude in when he came down here. He fit in just well.
0: That might be the best offensive fucking that might be the greatest college football team ever. Like like for okay. one year that might be the greatest of like every single per, every single stat was just way better. It was like that that might be the best college football team of all time. All time? Yep. The strongest one cuz they fucking yeah. ate
1: Alabama, yeah. dude.
0: Alabama never had a right. chance.
1: Yeah, they did. <laughs> But then Alabama had a pretty good team this year. I think they actually uh, they took a couple of the records that the LSU broke last year. Oh yeah, they. Um, that yeah, I but think they're always going to do that. You know, those yeah. are the two teams that are going to be cutting it back and forth.
0: Yeah, but look at the look at what uh, Alabama coach is doing. Anything in the NFL, you know? I mean, I can throw to a wide open dude. Well,
2: there's there's one Alabama yeah. coach or
0: Alabama. I mean Alabama fucking coach uh, players quarterback. Okay. Alabama quarterback, he doesn't go out in the NFL and do anything.
1: Yeah, the system is set up, you know, and they have so many athletes. You yeah. know, I think the system's set up a lot of times where you can just be a decent quarterback yeah. and, it, and it plays to your benefit. I got the there. fastest but guy. In the- I think uh, Tua Tagovailoa. I think he's doing okay. Um, and, what are you in Miami? Yeah, Miami? Miami, yeah. yeah. All right. And then uh, Jalen Hurts was getting to play with Philadelphia. I don't know if he ended up. I don't know. I, I didn't play as much attention to the NFL this year because they started getting all political. And yeah. And I was like, hey, you know, I don't I want to – it ruined it for me. So, yeah. uh, like, I kind of paid attention when the game was on. And, like, my buddy is, like, obsessed with, like, both my buddies. I have one buddy who's, like, this huge Saints fan. And this other one that's a huge Tom Brady fan, man. And they were, like, not talking to each other when, uh, <laughs> like, after the game. One was, like so – he's like, I'm going to punch him in the face when I see him. We're yeah. gonna fight uh, <laughs> after that that uh, Saints game, but uh but yeah. So I mean, I keep up with it through them and all, but you know, um I don't know. It just everything this past year has just been weird and hard to keep up with. I
0: know the bad. fucking the 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 college or the not the college the NBA basketball finals and shit like that.
2: I don't know. I didn't pay weird. attention. I quit. Only sports I paid attention to this year was was MMA. Period. Yeah, it was Honestly. like the
1: only thing I was on. Yeah, you know, it was. wasn't weird. You know, yeah. Um, I don't it, know. It was weird not having the the fans and stuff. I like it better that you way. Watching on TV, it's it's not
2: different. On, for on you. TV, when you watch it with no fans, I like the being able to hear hear the guys talk to right. each other. Being able to hear the corners. Actually, I and tell you, know,
1: that's what it's like watching a fight in Japan. T- total silence. In a stadium full of people, be, what hundred thousand yeah. people? They don't cheer. No,
2: when they yeah. make a noise, it's like you. Yeah, it's 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 different. I've heard
1: interviews of these guys like Bass Rudin and and guys like that, and they're like, it's weird. Total silence out there because it's because they have that much respect for what's going on. They don't open their mouth, and they just watch the I'd hate to be the the fucking American, and they're like, yeah, fucking kill them. Yeah, dude, (laughs) Americans are the worst when it comes to that kind of stuff. Hey, dude, but we're always turned up. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad, you know, but at least we keep it at 10. I'm fucking wasted in the front row like, oh, my God, fucking bite him. (laughs) Fucking bite him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. You guys seen that guy who was it, uh, that guy on that YouTube video where he's like, dick punch yeah i yeah. love that give him that. the old dick yeah. twister yeah yeah that's yeah, funny
2: like, whoa
0: <laughs> man MMA. yeah this is dude. that's kind of illegal yeah <laughs> that's
1: not even nice yeah
2: that's one of my favorite favorite videos of all time oh
1: dude yeah that one's classic
2: yeah dude uh, we we seen a
0: interview with you and you were talking about self-accountability and uh how important, that, how is important that is to you. Just tell us a little bit about like how you how you keep yourself
2: accountable. That shit's important to us.
1: Uh, you know, well, it's mainly just about checking yourself, and really the, easy, the easiest way to go about it is to just accept that everything's your fault. And um, and once you and, and that sounds like a terrible thing, but really, the flip side of that means that if it, if it was your fault, that means you could control it. Yep. And, uh, if it wasn't your fault, then that means it was completely out of your control and it was, it was terrible luck and you cannot change it and nothing can be done about it, you know, but when you have, when you flip that mindset, you know, to, to everything's my fault and, and there, it doesn't matter where, you know, if you go down the line with the butterfly effect and things like that, there was somewhere down the line where, you know, you could have, you could have done something to, to change the outcome of that situation to better fit what, what ended up happening. Um, you know, so uh, that, that was the thing that I kind of started getting into when, when I was, um, you know, reading, I read a lot of different books about, you know, different things, body language and just confidence or sports therapy or sports psychology, just all kinds of stuff, business stuff, you know, and, and that was, you know, just from different books I'd read and put together. And, um, you know, that, that's, that there's so many people out there that you see, especially on social media and stuff. And they're like, Oh, this happened to me, and blah, 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 blah. Every time somebody has a solution, they have an excuse and right. that's not their fault. It's not their fault. And like, that's just a shitty way to live. Yeah. Cool. You know, to just be at the mercy of everybody else all the time. And, uh, and I just choose not to live that way. You know, um, and, and just because something was your fault doesn't mean it was something that you could have stopped. You know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that you do that you can't foresee. You know, the results of what it's going to be until yeah. until it happens yeah, and until like, said, oh, it falls in front of you. You know, yeah. like okay, well that's what happens when I do that. You know, so what's important is to learn from it. You know, but but the issue is when you when you never accept that that something went wrong or that it was your fault, you, you can't change it, and then you just feel like oh you blow it off you know, and, and that, I think a, a lot of it came into my fighting and, uh, you know, getting into the psychology of fighting and trying to get better and trying to fix myself, you know, because I've always been just naturally, you know, I mean, it's not just in an arrogant ways; It's just, I've naturally been good at this. Um, and, and it's because I've been doing it since I was like three or four, you know, so, you know, every time I've trained, every time I've gone, I've just naturally been good at it. And I, I took that for granted, you know, and I, and I, as a kid, not realizing that, having that self accountability, you, when you lose or something happens, you make excuses. So that it's not your fault. And, you know, you just, you just constantly do that. And, but the whole time you do that, you know, in the back of your head, it's an excuse, well, yeah, but you don't accept it. And it's the same thing. You know, if you've, if you don't confess, you can't, you can't be redeemed. And, uh, and, and that's really where the start of it, you know, went because I had had fights where things went wrong and I was just blowing it off. Be like, nah, that wasn't my fault. I lost that fight. That wasn't my fault. This happened, you know? And, and, and you know, maybe and like sometimes it was just some shitty stuff that happened, but there were things I could have done, you know, better, you know, like, uh, one time I got hit in the back of the head a bunch of times. And, uh, you know, that, it was illegal. It was against the rules. They should have stopped it. They should have done this and that, but I, I would, I didn't feel right in that fight. I wasn't going to win that fight. Um, but I knew that, but I got to say, or people got to say, Oh, well, well, you know, he, uh, you know, he hit him in the back of the head, you know, yeah, he did, but that's kind of a cop out, you know, because I shouldn't have gotten put in that position in the first place, you know, and that's being, that's when you start to be, you know, severely critical of yourself and that's the way where you start to grow. Um, you know, so uh, I just see, and I, I try to do that with like my kids, my students, and my jujitsu students and stuff like that. You know, there will be, you know, like there was a kid, for example, that uh, he went against one of my guys and he lost. Uh, you know, my guy lost or whatever, and then uh, you know, another guy was like, "Oh, well, that guy was in the Olympics." We're like, "What?" And you know, like, he was in the the Olympic trials or something. For running or track and field or something like that and i'm like give a shit yeah. <laughs> what's i that have to do with this yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like so what that what oh so so it's okay that he beat you because that dude went it was in the olympics when he's in high school or was in the for something olympics else like, like completely he's a grown-ass he's a man you're a man you know like don't do that you lost because you didn't perform and you didn't do what you were supposed to you know so and and that's kind of the thing that i needed somebody to do to me when i was that age and when i was trying to come up and when i was doing that because i had such this this big head and this arrogance that that i couldn't be touched and even when i was touched it wasn't my fault it couldn't be my fault right i'm too good it yeah. can't be my fault but all that does is keep you from growing and uh you know so when i finally kind of accepted that and uh and, and started to live my life that way in general, you know, everything started to come together a little better.
0: Yeah, because you look back at the tapes and you're like, oh, man, this is what I did wrong. I could do this a little bit better, take a little bit less Damn. damage, you know.
2: Well, and the and the more yeah. accountable you are with yourself as a whole, not even talking about your, your professional career, just your inward as a human, the better you're going to be everywhere else, in my opinion, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you got it. You can't just apply it to one thing. It's got to You got to It's a blanket effect. You know, you got to you got to look at everything that way, Um, you know, but, you know, it gives me more peace of mind, you know, knowing that that I at least have a little bit of control over where I'm going or what's happening. You know what I mean? So
2: um, I'm a big I'm a big person to where it's like, okay, I complain if you want to. But if you can't change it, stop complaining. And if you can change it, stop complaining and change it. You know right. <laughs> <laughs> that—that's uh, uh, just See, how. Like, I,
1: okay, so I don't—I don't, I don't want to know who y'all voted for, but did one of y'all did y'all vote third party? They I don't vote.
2: I—I uh, I did. Okay. I did not during this election, but third party, I voted okay. last time. Well,
1: like okay, so there's a group of people out there who don't pick a side either way, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And they like to just make fun of everybody else. Yep. <laughs> They're no better than either one of the other groups. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like y- you didn't actually do anything, exactly. and I feel the same way about people who are voting third party because you just wasted your time. Yep. You know, like you just did that so that you could say, "Oh, well, I still voted," but your guy's an asshole. You know, and and you get to say that either way. So you know, you kind of get to divide divide stuff up like that. You know, and um, that was
2: the year. Yeah. That was the year I found out that you know your vote really doesn't count because I voted for you know, this, I, 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 this I voted for the, for this lady. And all she got was like 1 million fucking votes when the, the, the yeah. next two, the, the two top dogs got like 50 fucking 6 million. What in right. the
1: point was it? Yeah. What was the point of me voting? No. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, in theory it's altruistic and uh, it sounds great, but it's really, it's a waste of time, you know, yeah. but you know, um, but you know, i just where, where we are, you know, that's those, 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 but I feel like those type of people a lot of times are just like, well, well every, I feel like they don't have any control over anything. They're giving up their right to give to have any say so when would when really like we all know now, like it doesn't matter what we vote for, or what happens, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. But, you know, but that's the way I look at it when people are, don't, don't take it self accountability you know it's like well why, why you complain you didn't do anything to fix it Yeah. you See, know type of deal it was like you could do something to fi- like do something yep. you know whether whether it was a good effort whether your effort worked or not doesn't matter it's the fact that you tried it's you the
2: fact know, that you you with. put in some sort of effort well the 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 right. reasoning
0: yeah. the reasoning i have behind it is i like all humans and everything like that and i think and i like peace i'm a peace guy so yeah. when, when everybody's fighting, I'm like, I don't need nothing to go in there. Cause everybody talks shit and about politics. Yeah. And everybody yeah. hates everybody. Well,
1: see, like you're, you're excluded from that crowd because I'm talking about the crowd of people who, who don't do that and then get on Facebook and know everything. Oh yeah. And they yeah. know exactly why everything, everybody else is an idiot. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. should have voted third party with them. <laughs> you're like,
0: what? all you other 500 million okay. yeah. people are wrong us million people are like, smart well,
1: or or they'll say i didn't vote you know and they're but they have such strong opinions you yeah. know what i mean and and if but if you're gonna have that same outlook and that that's what i'm saying like if you live your life that way if you go through that with fighting or or whatever it is you know you have to you know you gotta that's you gotta have control over it. you gotta you gotta play to win the game yeah. and, and that's not playing if, if you're not if you don't have any control over what's going or it's not your fault then you can't win you know like joe rogan uh he, he had a quote that i thought was kind of funny not funny but it was really deep because you know he has people that'll tell him like oh you saved my life listening to your show or this and that and he's like no i didn't don't give me that because that's not how the world works if i yeah. if you're if i'm responsible for your good shit, then i'm responsible for your bad shit too and i don't i don't need that i'm not yeah. no you did that on your own that was your good thing that you did you yeah. know and that's that's how it needs to go. But you can't take all the good and all the credit for the good things you do, and then when all the bad things happen, oh, yeah. that's somebody else's fault. Like, no, nah, bro, you still driving. You still, still. What a I pilot. do,
0: what I do is I say, you make that shit sandwich. You got to eat it. Just eat that right. shit. Yeah. You just gotta harp yeah, yeah. it down eventually, dude.
1: Yeah, like down here, say, saying no a point in nibbling on a turd. Just take it out in one bite. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: fucking, just take it, whatever. It's oh shit. Yeah. This i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> right. dude i'm gonna eat this shit sandwich i'm gonna fucking sit here and think about what i did <laughs> right yeah It's ah uh, uh, man that that's it you just gotta accept that shit can't go your way in life always there's so many right. different opinions and shit just fucking go yeah. with the flow dude just chill out <laughs> you know it's getting well, so yeah, mad over that
1: but like uh you yeah. Life is always going to have highs and life's always going to have lows. It's never going to be one or the other all the time, unless you choose to just stay low, Yeah. you know, and you quit. But if you never quit, things will get better, you know, and I, that's one of the things I try to tell myself when I'm in a slump. I'm like, all right, man, look, we just got to, we got to yeah. hold on until we make it through. Like yeah. uh, I remember how good it felt when I was high up. Positivity. We'll be back there. We just got to make it.
0: Positivity, just like negativity, is fucking contagious. Man, it, it is. If, if you walk into a room, if you walk into a room like a fucking dickhead, everybody's gonna. It, the whole mood is gonna be shit. Yeah. You walk in there and make everybody fucking laugh. You guys are fucking laughing and partying all night, having a good ass yeah. time.
1: Yeah, you know, man, that's how. That's one of the things about MMA. Like I didn't like it. Was like there were so many of those attitudes around because. I don't know why it was, but that's how it felt when you went into a room. It was like, everybody was like, yeah, it's like, almost like know, onto each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but when you like, you go to these bare knuckle matches, man, like everybody's nice, Yeah, They're and... all nice to each other. Like we all had to go do COVID tests at the same time, and it's just a group full of bare knuckle boxers in this room. I'm the first one and I come out and I'm like, I look like I got tear gas. You know, I'm like, <laughs> my eyes, <Yeah. laughs> and I'm like. You know, everybody's laughing and having a good time or whatever and you know we got our tests done and, i mean there's a couple guys that like just don't like each other but for the most part yeah. you know we're all professional but we're the, there. the we're there. sad
0: the sad part about it is the ufc is like the uh, the mma was like oh my god this is like a real hand-to-hand combat show but now it's like mostly it's like fucking wrestling but you guys are fighting for real Cause you guys right. got to promote, like if you ain't getting people in the seats because you don't talk shit like an asshole, then you don't, you don't fucking play. You don't uh, yeah. make no money.
1: And, yeah. You know, but I think, I think that this with this bare knuckle thing. It's an opportunity to do things. Right. Um, but the only way that that happens is if the guys who are like the icons of the, of, of the industry, keep it that way, you know, like, there's a way to sell a fight and be entertaining and be likable to people without, you know,
0: the hatred people
1: in the, off in the cage yeah. and, and and acting a fool in front of people, you know, or playing some type of character, you know, but um but I, I don't know if it's not as easy, I wouldn't say, to just be yourself. Um but uh I know there's a lot of guys who that's paid off for, you know, building that persona. And, uh, you know, Conor McGregor for one, you know, um, Nate Diaz, yep. the Diaz brothers, they've got that. Oh, you know, fuck where, where you. I looked it up. Stockton. Yeah. You yep. know, they're from Stockton, you know, whatever. And that's paid off from them. You know, they have that character there, but that's not who I want to be. Yep. And, um, I don't like guys like that have made it harder for me to live my life and, and have a career that I love and a sport that I love because, I don't get looked at as, as, as an athlete or a sport. I get looked at as some type of animal
2: yep. all
1: the time, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's like, they were, I was like, I was doing an interview with Chris Lieben and they were, you know, kind of fanning the flames a little bit about, and they were wanting us to talk shit to each other, you know, and really sell the fight, but neither one of us were going to do it, you know, and <coughs> excuse me, you know, because I don't have any ill will towards him. You yeah. Know? Let me go out and that's let what me, I told him from the beginning. Yeah. You know, and they are talking about, you know, you know, when you heard he was gonna put you in a body bag, that had to just made you angry, you know, you had to have been angry. I'm like, they're like, What were you thinking when that happened? I was like, That was the coolest shit I'd ever heard. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I was in a bag of takes. chips. That's, that's what he was yeah. just told the world he's gonna put me in a body bag. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I was so excited, I was so fanboy, but the last thing that ever popped into my mind was that I'm mad about this at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, it was like, like holy shit, this and, dude's you know, a fucking that. legend. Just, right, you know, and that's, that's, you gotta have that attitude, like, hey, I'm gonna go out here, I'm gonna put this dude down. And if he didn't have that attitude, he's in the wrong sport. Yeah, you know, right. so, but it ain't making, you know, that I, I, you know, I've got a thing that it's just been resonating in my mind here lately. I'm about to get a new tattoo, but, uh, you know, like when, uh, you, I don't know if y'all are religious, I'm not, I'm not like super religious or anything, but, you know one thing that's always stuck out to me about the bible is when uh, you know jesus was being crucified and they were like stabbing him and stuff and then he was telling them you know father forgive them because they don't know what they're doing you know they don't understand what they're doing and um, and you know that i started to take a lot of a, an outlook on that when when i'm when somebody either has somebody ill will towards me or something's going on you know uh whether it be you know like that guy handed me some coins after the weigh-ins and told me uh you know these are for the boatmen, for like the river of sticks you know um you know that kind of got me fired up a little bit but it didn't make me mad you know it was and that's what i think you know forgive him you know he didn't understand what he just did um you know he didn't understand that that just sealed his fate yeah. you know and that's just the way it's gonna go you know so you know um you don't ever understand somebody's uh, uh, you know situation with all that going on so you know uh I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, and, and I just was happy to be a part of what was going on, you know. Um, you know, and that's
2: just, that's kind of what I try to teach my kids too. You never know that person that's that's talking shit, that's bullying. You never know what's going on on their end because usually it's there that, that's so there's an issue with them,
1: and that's I learned it you, somewhere. Yeah, you know, they don't. You don't just bullies don't just happen. You know, they had to have been you know bullied by their dad, or older brother, some. You know, it's happened. Some money you don't ever understand what's going on, you know, like, and like I, I had a road rage incident, kind of. And I say road rage incidents, like, I didn't get out of the car and try and kill somebody. <laughs> it was like, they road raged at me. And I got out and was like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> like, well, what are we going to do about this? You know, like, you got something to say. I like, do this talk? shit for a living, but,
0: dude. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've used that a couple of times. And, uh, but it's like, I use that as like a disclaimer. It's not like I'm trying to like, I don't, it's not, I'm saying it to try and keep him from fighting me. It's to keep me from getting sued. It was like, I fucking told him before like they said they didn't care. <laughs> like, you know, but um, you know, so that, you know, and it was like, I supposedly pulled out in front of this guy or whatever. And, and this going on. Well, you know, he was, he was about to turn right anyway. Well, he was going way too fast. Had I pulled out in front of him either way, he didn't decide to slow down. He decided to ride up on my ass and lay on his horn. You know, so like, I'm like, okay, so you felt like I pulled out in front of you. Your solution was to run me over, yeah. was to commit vehicular homicide. That's what you were going to do. Yeah, You know what I mean? And, and it's like, and it, it's not forgiving because he might've been having a bad morning uh him because he didn't realize the mistake he was about to make. And <laughs> if I would have let him continue on that mistake, it would have been a permanent mistake. He would have never recovered from. You know, yeah. so, I mean, there's, it, it comes, it goes both ways, you know, it's better off just to forgive that guy, even if he was in the wrong, you know, because, uh, he doesn't understand what he's about to get himself into. Yeah, and dude. that's the way I feel when people talk shit to me in a cage fight, you know, uh, you know, i forgive them, you know, not a cage fighter, or a bare knuckle fight, you know, for anything. It's like, you don't understand what you just did. And, uh, you know, but I forgive you and we can talk about it later, but, uh, it doesn't mean I'm going to forget it.
0: Dude. <laughs> that's sweet I like that he <laughs> don't, don't know what he's about to get into man he you don't, you don't know what the wave is coming <laughs> uh, but that's I mean it, I think it takes a whole fu- I hate fucking the people that are honking and trying to go somewhere and shit bro just pay attention to your fucking driving and get to where you're fucking yeah. going
1: man look and I'm not gonna say that I'm not uh, you know like I'm 100% paying attention all the time you know, sometimes I make mistakes as a driver, but I feel like we need to have two sets of horns, and I think there needs to be like a polite horn, and there needs to be like a like a rude horn. So like, <laughs> there's one horn that you hit, like when somebody's texting and they're not paying attention that the light's green. And you're like, hey, hey, buddy, yeah. green light. You know, there should be a horn like that, but there's just one horn, and that horn says "fuck you" every yeah. time. You <laughs> really the, you know? Well, the, ho- the horn nice you use, you just go,
2: you just go, boop. For for that yeah. for that and then you just hammer it for the assholes, you yeah.
1: Know? Yeah, I can never do that though. Like <laughs> I go to like barely hit it and I'm like, ah, wah, and it hits wah! You know? yeah.
0: get stuck in there.
1: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah,
0: I knew that. Needs to thing. be one that's
1: just like a bell, like you hit. It's like we're like we're in we're in what 2021. We can do that, you know. Right. My phone plays slow motion, you know, and and back that ass up. They can't. My car can't, you know a different horn oh
2: right. yeah it, I can, it can definitely you just that motherfucker can drive it itself it
0: can't say hey bitch, move out the way <laughs> <That's>
1: right <laughs> if you're gonna like, text and hey, drive man, pull you're... over yeah i get you have an important email but light screen yeah <laughs> Here's the next
0: one what's that belt sitting behind you the championship um, belt
1: that is one of my belts from uh i don't have any my well that was from uh the uh battle of the badges uh, it's a local event that we do here in Monroe. Um, it's uh, the cops versus the firefighters. Yep. So um, hey. I fought on that uh, five or six, seven times. Um, and I was the title holder at like heavyweight and 205. And, uh, and uh, so I did that, you know, for a while. But, you know, they always, uh, it raises like a lot of money for uh, med camps for kids. It's a, It's like a summer camp for kids with disabilities okay um so it's a charity event that we do here at Monroe. that's uh yeah. one of one of my titles it's actually like the nicest belt i've got like
2: hey, dude. Won, synchronicity won like
1: three belts in mma and oh. uh and like the belt i got from a charity event is like hands down like the best the quality best <laughs> quality yeah. belt that i've got like the fight shorts that i wore in the last fight and the first one are from my uh are from that same event you know they're really nice shorts and stuff they take care of us you know they don't pay you to go fight you know you're doing it for charity but but they take care of the fighters when they go in there. We have people come in from Chicago and California. And we got cops and firemen from all over the country coming to do it.
0: That's sweet, dude. Oh, we're from Monroe, Michigan, dude.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. Born,
0: Born and I'm raised from West Monroe, Louisiana. Yep. Yeah. Well, I seen right. that in West Monroe. And then when you
2: said it, and Josh was like,
1: what? Huh? Yeah, huh?
2: It's a synchronicity yeah. wave happening again, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. yeah see, back in the day, Monroe was kind of like the central hub, you know, and, and West Monroe was just like a little hit down It was nothing but crops and stuff, you know, so it was just west of Monroe. It wasn't like that big of a deal back then. Right. you know. But now
2: it's a big city. It sounds it? like Monroe there is the same as here, you know. Well, Far- now
1: it's home to the baddest bare knuckle boxer on the planet. So Ooh. You know, now it's kind of a big deal. That's cool. <laughs> how do you feel? How, it is. how
0: do you feel that Chris Lieben's, uh fighting his last match with you, man?
1: pretty cool man um it's an honor to say the least um it's kind of scary which makes it more fun because yep. you know uh it's his last fight you know he's uh gotta go, he's out, the go out easy yep. you know what i'm saying he he's gonna give it everything he's got left so you know i uh, i'm expecting to get the most dangerous chris leaving you've ever seen um and I, It just gets me fired up, you know. The more the the more danger that's involved, the the bigger the rush. You know, that's why you do it. So, um, you know, the best thing about getting knocked out, you know what it is? What's that? Fights over. Remember it? Oh, you never remember (laughs) it. I mean, every time I've had, I've you know, I've never just been starched or anything, you know. But I've talked to people, I've knocked people out, and this is the first thing they say is, "What happened?" (laughs) You know what I mean? But. Shit! Everybody's scared to death to get knocked out. Uh, Either what
2: happened you know, or the how did it happen. Experience
1: everybody. I talk to, it ain't that bad. They don't even <laughs> remember what happened. So, you know, uh, that's the worst that's gonna happen to me, bro. I ain't. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Like but holy
0: shit, dude! What happened? Actually,
2: bro? I I did. Me and T-Rop were messing around one time, and uh, he's like, put me in a put me in a chokehold, put me in a a, a rear naked. He, go, he goes, yeah. You're never gonna be you you're too little to do that to me, because he's he's twice my size, you know. I was he right. he gave me his neck, you know. I didn't wasn't wrestling with him, but he gave it to me and in and, and three seconds he was out and he he woke up, he's drooling, he goes, I didn't go out. I go, dude, you're drooling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I'm not sleeping,
0: I'm not sleeping.
2: You're right? sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Yeah, yeah it's not like my wife every yeah. night. <laughs> I'm, right not nah, I'm, I'm not sleeping. I'm
1: not
3: sleep
0: women dude how long you been married
1: uh five years December not December uh let's see Uh oh. November 7th 2011 so we just hit yeah five years
0: oh yeah bro congratulations you got any kids
1: yeah he's got a couple Uh, he man my wife's watching this since 2015 my daughter was born in 2011 (laughs) anyway yeah it's been five years so y'all didn't even catch the math
2: no, dude, I'm not that smart. <laughs> he he's got a couple brain but injuries. Yeah,
1: so we just had five years, you know. Uh, it's been great. You know, I, my wife's awesome. She uh she helps me so much with all my fighting stuff. You know, like even like for my interviews. I'm sorry, I keep messing with these things. No, you're good. Uh, but like my interviews, she'll set up my little booth for me, and uh, you know, put up my sponsors and all. And, she helps out selling tickets and stuff, you know, so, you know, she's, she's been partnering all this. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I like that. That's a, that's, that's a good I one. feel like that's, you know.
0: You need a good support yeah, system to fucking what you
1: do. do what you got to do. You won't, you Man, said. Yeah, I mean, it's super important that way, you know, all I, it keeps where I can focus on training, you right. know, and, uh, and i'm not i'm not one of those people that's going to ask for help or ask people to do things for me to make it easier on I me mean, i'm just going to try and do it myself you know but um there's people that are in my life that that take it upon themselves to do that for me you know and uh and you know i'm very fortunate for that and you know, she's one of them damn that's sweet dude uh, you my said my mom you're... does it a lot my dad you know i got my friends that help me out with different stuff you know like you know, I got friends that just ride with me to fights. So they show up to the fights, like, because I got to go down there early, you know, to adjust and do whatever. And they just show up early. They're like, hey, yeah, we're sure to hang out, <laughs> you yeah. know, type of deal. So, you know, but so, it, it all, that all plays a part in all of it. You know, it's super important.
0: Can, uh, let's wrap up by saying uh, plug in all your shit and uh, let us know how to get a hold of you, your highlights, and uh, talk a little bit about the pay-per-view for the people watching.
1: Yeah, February 5th. It's going down Super Bowl weekend. We're going to be uh Tampa. It'll actually be the venue in Lakeland, which is right outside of Tampa, Florida. Um, it's going to be a huge fight. You know, Paige Van Zant's going to be making her debut and uh, against Britton Hart, who I know she's not getting as much coverage, really, as Paige is, but she's, she's a she's a veteran of this bare-knuckle thing. You know, like I said before, you know, her Becker Rawlings is one of the best female fights I've ever seen. So you know, that that's going to be a super entertaining fight when they go out there and go at it. Um, and then you got co-main event, um, is Johnny Bedford. He's, <laughs> so he's like, he's like my favorite fighter. Uh, he, uh, I met Johnny a lot of times, you know, cause he's only right there in Fort Worth. So he brings a lot of fighters that, from his gyms to the same fights that my guys will fight at and stuff. And, uh, you know, he's a super nice guy, super genuine. And he's just, uh, and that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, man, he's just a mean little bastard. Right. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never personally trained with him. My training partner, Brandon, who's like my other coach with me, he he used to go over there and train with him all the time. And he's like, dude, he's just mean. All the time. He's always mean. It doesn't matter. And it's not like, you know, he hates you mean. It's not. It's just like that's his, that's his, his speed when he's training. And uh, you know when I found out he was doing bare knuckle, you know we were like, oh, that's his thing. You know that mean little bastard is gonna—he just made for that, you know. And it turns out, you know, he's five and zero. Uh, I don't even think I've seen him have a fight that that really looked competitive yet. Um, you know, so and, but that that win—that guy's that guy's guy pretty salty too. I don't know if y'all keep up with his fights, but that dude's got some hands on him. So. Uh, you know, but so did Reggie Barnett, you know, Reggie Barnett is a, a world-class boxer in his own. So, um, you know, I think Johnny just has this raw, grown-ass man thing about him. You know, I feel like it's the same thing that I'm bringing to the table. And uh, it's just hard to beat somebody who won't quit and who's meaner than you. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's going to be a super entertaining, anytime Johnny fights is a, is a good time to watch um you know he's an entertaining fighter he plays the the part when he's out there you know he's like let's go you know step up to this line and and you know he's out there to put on a show for people he's not out there just just uh you know just to collect his paycheck so you know that that's a big fight in itself you know uh and i'm there bro like hey right it's going yeah. down man. you this versus chris leaving man fight. you know so it's going to be a huge card. It's the biggest card they've ever had. You know, that's that's what I've told people before. It's like, you know, but every every card they do is the biggest they've ever had. You know, and uh, this is the biggest card of the year, but it's just February. You know, the, any, the biggest card is going to be when, when I get that belt around my waist. Yeah. That's any, that's going to be the biggest card of the year. Any prediction on what this uh,
0: fight's going to turn out? Uh, you and Chris Lieben on February 5th?
1: Man, you know, it would do it discredit to 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 pick one way or another. You know, there's so many fabulous ways that this fight could go that would be just amazing for everybody. Um, you know, for me, um, you know, if uh, you know, I, I've even heard Chris say before, you know, it's like I w- I want to go out there and I want people to be proud of my performance, win or lose. Um, you know, so we're not going out there to. Uh, to, to not win or not lose the fight. We're going out there to put on a show. That's what we're getting paid to do. And that's what we're both excited to go out there and, and, and just, you know, say to hell with everything else. This is a super fight. And we're going to show people that it's a super fight. You know, so, you know, he needs a dance partner and I'm learning how to tango. Oh yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> that, that's what's going down. And um, you know, I got pretty good feet, you know. So, you know, uh my rhythm my rhythm's pretty good. You know i've been dancing i got new shoes oh. um, you know I, i'm ready for the ball like cinderella
3: how do we so, uh you
1: know we got that going down uh, i've had a lot of huge a lot of support for this fight you know like i went from never having a single sponsor to having like i gotta have like a list to read them off but uh you know like i got Traxler chiropractic i go see him and he gets me fixed up in the mornings and uh um They've been, he's been a huge supporter flying down for the fights and stuff, you know, first choice Bell bonds. Um, I particularly haven't needed their services, but it's good <laughs> to have those guys on your side. If you do, um, uh, you know, here locally, uh, and then Parker collision, uh, air hemp extracts. Um, they're a CBD company, man. They've been, oh, yeah. here's the shirt. Right. Yeah, uh, they got the CBD, their CBD stuff's good. You know, I've, uh, I got a buddy who's really big into it. So I've kind of dabbled in it here and there. And, uh, you know, the strength of their stuff is good for how well it tastes. You know, kind of like that. I had some stuff one time, dude, I swear it had it just been, you know, just straight tar from a dung beetle's ass. Like, yeah. That's what they extracted <laughs> out of there, dude. It yeah. was terrible. And, uh, but yeah, so yeah, check them out. They got like the bombs and stuff. So when I come back sore from training and all, I'm getting, getting all the therapy with that johnny's pizza which y'all don't know what that is yet it hasn't gone worldwide it started here in Monroe, and it's the greatest pizza on the planet and when we you got guys Tiffany's. come here one day or you come to louisiana or uh, i think there's one in arkansas and i think there's one in uh in texas now but if you come across a johnny's pizza it's the best thing ever it's just like some southern like cajun type of pizza of course Forces roofing Bee Lit Organics, Dregnar Nutrition, Flight Night Promotions, and then Iron Jaw Mouth Guards. I got one of those that's like, you know, you got to do the mold and send it off. It says Hero. It's got the American flag on it. Oh, it's pretty sick, bro. It's pretty sick. Uh, Shout out to my wife, my kids, my mom, my dad, all my family helping me. Uh, My coaches at the gym, um, you know, they've been stepping up a lot here lately to to help me out while I've been gone so that I can go train, you know, and that's a, uh, that's been a huge help, you know, being able to, uh, because, you know, if you want to be the best fighter in the world, you got to put in the work. Yeah. And, uh, I have a lot of responsibilities outside of training and, uh, I'm lucky enough that I've got people in my life that, that see the opportunity I have as something that's, that's important. And they're wanting to be a part of it and help me out, you know? So, um, you know, that's, a uh, Oh, Goat Management, too. I can't forget Vince and Scott. You know, they uh, they saved me a lot of headaches. I give them a whole lot. <laughs> I give mm-hmm. them a lot. They saved me from them. So, um, you know, couldn't couldn't thank them enough either. How
0: do we find that link to uh, buy the fight?
1: Oh, uh, the Bare Knuckle TD link. Um, I have it in, I got to put it in my bio on my Instagram, but I'll get it posted. It's, I do have it posted on one of my posts, if you scroll down, about how to uh, download the fight. Because they just switched it up. It was, you were going to have to do it through Fight TV. So I had taken that off with my bio and I put up the other link. So now I got to get the other link put up so you can use it through BKTV. And then you download the subscription for like $4 a month and uh, and you'll get the fight for free. But then you also get all the toe the line fights and then they usually do one or two free fights a month for BKFC. Um, and I think when they do pay for them, they're usually not that much. They're usually like, uh, I think the last one was like, it was like six dollars or something in in addition to it. But uh but then it's just like USC Fight Pass, so you get to go watch all the fights that they've ever had. It's like a collaboration oh, okay. of all the fights on the app too. So that's pretty legit. Oh yeah.
0: That's a and then you you can find you on all social medias under Quentin Thomas Henry.
2: Uh
1: Instagram. Oh on yeah, well, Henry. yeah, That's my personal uh Facebook. Uh oh. Quentin the Hero Henry is my fan page. okay uh, and then Hero Henry on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, and I don't do Twitter, but I got the other ones: Instagram and Snapchat. So Hero Henry.
2: Yeah, you can go check out a couple of his highlights too on uh, on YouTube. Badass, bad the yeah, fuck ass. Yeah,
1: I got a couple of them on there. Uh, yeah, I get, I get a. Uh, my dad's like, we need to take all them videos down. People won't fight you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it is what it is, man.
0: The fucking meanest yeah. jab in the game, bro. It, I, I was like,
1: God, I would never want to
0: get punched with that fucking thing, dude. And
1: I hit that last guy. That very first punch I hit him with was that solid jab. It was, and it was so. My dad was like, it was so fast, I didn't see it. I said, I didn't either. Me either, dude.
0: I, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then he threw a hook and threw him on the ground. Like, what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah. Well, the second jab, the hit him right on the chin and yep. you can see in the video my daddy was chin oh, yeah. went over like that and he kind of went limp but you know it don't look like much but there's a lot of a lot of hate and intentions on the end of that you know
0: all right man this is the last thing you're gonna say to the world uh what, what is the last thing you would say to the world this is the last time you'd say something
1: like ever
2: yeah, yeah. It, it, if this was the last thing you had to, you know this was the last thing you had to say to the world what would you say Oh, man, that's super
1: clutch. That's a lot of pressure right there with no warning. Uh, that's, man, why, that's why we know, do it. One, of the, one <laughs> of the best things I like to, uh, to tell people is, you know, you you never lose if you never quit, you know, and uh, that was a strategy they had in the Revolutionary War back in the day. You know, you can't win a war if your enemy never gives up, um, you know, and that if you have that mindset, then you always make it through, you know, whether it's life or business or fighting or – or school or whatever it is you know if you never quit they can never win so the only option is you're eventually going to win you just just got to keep trucking yep that's awesome oh my
0: gosh that, those are really good words man that's it for episode 55 go check out the uh, bare knuckle fighting championship the knuckle mania on february 5th uh Go to Quentin, Quentin's fucking <laughs> social medias to find that shit out and uh, get the link and subscribe, man. It's going to be a badass fight, bro. Good luck on the 5th. Have a good time, man. I can't wait to see gold on your fucking waist.
1: Appreciate it, bro. It's
2: only a matter of time. All right, man. Appreciate you coming out, joining us this morning or this Take evening. Care, yeah. Have yeah. Have a good night. Have a good night, brother. You. I love
0: every single one of you. Peace out.
2: Yes, sir.